Hi everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The, the Nail, Nail Cutter. Today, we are discussing how people show up in society. Nina, explain. How about that? <laughs> how about that? Yeah. How do we show up in society today? Mm. What does that look like? Mm. What does it really look like? Because for me it's something that we've kind of like just recently talked about because mm -hmm. it's one of those things that you know are kind of lying under the radar it's not something that you just normally talk about or how am i showing up today yeah because usually that's like related to work or the more more serious things in life right all right let's get into it as we start this recording okay nina how people show up in society what are your thoughts? My thoughts when you ask that question straight away go to like the more serious things in life. Uh -huh. Like work, school, anything to do with study, anything to do with um, personal development, family. That's where my mind goes. Mm -hmm. But like where, you know, when you kind of put those things on the back burner, how do you show up in society it kind of starts with the individual right mm -hmm. and uh, most times i feel well personally i feel like i hide behind my family i hide behind my work <laughs> you know how yeah. you go to um you go to an event or something and they ask you to introduce yourself i hate that oh, question oh though like, it literally gives me highs i know <laughs> you too? yes you guys I literally, <laughs> or when you're at a networking event mm. and someone asks you, so what do you do? Mm. That question honestly rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. And honestly, these days when someone asks me, I, my first response is, I'm just a girl. Is and it then, yeah. looking for a boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> what movie was that? I don't recall. <laughs> No, that was a movie. It was. Um, Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. Just a girl looking for a boy. A boy to love her. Something I think of the so. Sort. Yes. Yeah, but basically, I'm just like, I'm just a person who is here to meet other people. Yeah. Because I've always noticed that every time I introduce myself with the titles, mm -hmm. there's this pressure to follow up with something fabulous. Understood. Yeah. And... In my like earlier on when um when I was like starting out in my career and stuff, yeah. When someone someone would ask me, um, who am I? Introduce yourself, I found that I would always um what's the opposite of downplay? Over over amplify or over amplify or even lie build these projections say, about yourself about yeah. the stuff that i'm doing i'll be like oh there's this or there's if there's a project that i'm working on that hasn't even gone through i would like just you feel the need to, yeah. out of proportion and try to impress yeah and over elevate myself to this person that i probably aspired to be but i'm not there yet yeah yet i could simply say i'm just a hustler <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> anyway, so when you when you talk about how do you show up in um, society, I don't know. I don't think 
I think it's only now that I'm trying to show up as my most authentic self. Oh my yeah. God, did you guys catch that? <laughs> I almost said authentic. <laughs> well, English is my second language. Let me just put that out there. Anyway, it's only now that I'm trying to make the effort to show up as my most authentic <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been having a few glasses of wine. <laughs> it's not just that English is our second language here. <laughs> okay, you guys. I'll say it. it for you. Okay, please. Authentic Show up self. My, <laughs> what? Say it again. Authentic self. That word. Mm-hmm. It's only now that I'm really trying to do that. But before, I was always trying. It was to a show. Do, it was a show. And whatever personality I felt was would fit the environment I was in is what I would go with. Yeah. So I was always different things. And that also kind of influenced my real life situation. And I was a bit confused. I was all over the place. One minute I was a designer. The next minute I was a radio presenter. Whatever served me is what I put. Your, that's what I put. The spotlight on. Yes. Mm. And uh, I don't, I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but it's only now that I think about it that I'm like, um, how would I want? Um, like, what would I want if if I wasn't there to speak for myself? Right. What would somebody else describe me as? So now that that's how I approach it. I'm like, what what would I if I wasn't here? Mm. What would I want somebody else to say? I was in that moment. William Shakespeare once said that all the world's a stage, right? Mm. And all the men and women are merely players. They have their exits and their entrances and it continues from there. But it makes so much sense. I think we all play up to our audience. Mm. And as human beings, we are, I think we subconsciously identify who our audience is and we put our best foot, you know what I mean? Best foot forward and, and play to that audience. Yeah. I remember once going to a, a bar years ago, and this guy comes up to me and he says, Oh, hi, uh, what's your name? What do you do? And I said, I was a painter. <gasps> because I was trying, I was testing a theory, okay. right? That, and I, I didn't mean painter of an artist. No, I meant painter of grab paint and, and paint houses and kind houses of thing, right? Walls. I was trying to see what, what impact this would have on the conversation and how the conversation would progress, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel we all play to a stage. Absolutely. Now, when I, I did this program where we were required to write our brand statements and they give you from the list this list of adjectives, things that you think you identify yourself as and all these things that you think you can do and you're capable of. And we all go for the, the, the terms that make so much, they sound nice on our tongues, you know, mm-hmm. in us describing ourselves. I think ultimately all of us present ourselves in a way where we do not have to be the truest or most basic versions. Let's say basic versions of ourselves. Not basic that we are not of all. <laughs> not that we are not these other things. Yeah. Because uh, I believe it is the comedian, um, what's his name? Kevin? No, not Kevin. Think older, think oh. older, but better. Okay, not the better, Walt but. Greatest? What's his name? Dev Chappelle? No. 
Oh my God. Ova Chappelle is brilliant. Okay. Let's not Steve get Harvey? stuck. Not Steve Harvey. Chris Rock? No, he's shorter. Oh, Cat Williams? Cat Williams, who said you are what you tried. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I think a lot of the times we will go, especially when we're meeting people for the first time, I hate the question, what do you do? It's. Oh I feel like it's... God. Are you... Are you <laughs> Are you judging me already? You don't know me yet, you know? Um, but I think the world has conditioned us all to want to present our best foot forward. Mm. And so people feel the need to over um, fluff mm -hmm. what we are. Mm. Because just saying, I'm just a girl here to meet a boy is not enough anymore. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Because that also makes you look weird in yes. a certain way. So. Yeah, that didn't work either. Mm -mm. So yeah, yeah. So I I understand totally what you were saying about mm -hmm. how we um how we act, especially when we're presenting ourselves, and especially considering the fact that there's so much pressure. So there's much. a generation that is now coming, both the one after us and our own, the later stages of our own. Because mm. it worked back in the day, like yes. introducing yourself as your profession. Because everybody almost was in like our parents' days, everybody got to the point where they were an expert at what they were doing. So if you were an, an accountant, you were the accountant. But the thing is, what, what happens what, if you're unemployed? Do you not you introduce have, yourself? We that we didn't have a lot of that, and the people that were unemployed, they kind of those were not things. the questions they asked. Yeah, and they were not really showing up at these events. So when you go out for you go out to some place, a meet and greet, and you asked, also, oh, what do you do? What do you say? Yeah. So because both ways but have backfired on me in the past, <laughs> you know, me introducing myself as this fabulous person, you kind of end up feeling like an imposter. I feel like that's where mm. imposter syndrome really comes from because you will introduce yourself as this person and then there's this huge expectation. expectation. Yeah. And then after you're probably going to be someone is going to follow up and only to find out that you're a fraud. Yeah. Or you oversold yourself. Yeah. So, and then when you also try to downplay yourself mm. and then somebody really finds out who you really are and what you're capable of mm. and they kind of challenge that, mm -hmm. you kind of feel like you're not living up to your fullest potential. So it's almost like a catch-22 where it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yes. And then it just leaves you this state of limbo where you're just like, now, what do I do? Am I this or am I that? So do you think we, we feel the need to... Barring the question, because the question is normally asked, and I sometimes I even get offended when Every I'm asked, day. What do you do? Yeah, what if I do nothing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does this conversation have, have we reached the terminus <laughs> of this conversation? Because I don't have any, it's almost like people get this look on their face, like, Uh huh, oh wow, you're so boring. Why am I even talking to you? It's, it's the weirdest thing. Oh, I think you're poor. I can tell just for what you say you do that you must not have money, yeah. It's like we judge, it's, it's a mechanism with which society judges us. And especially the society that we sort of in, inhibit. Mm -hmm. The one where what you do directly defines who you are. But you see, this is the, these things are not the same. This is not true. It's not true that we are the things we do. Yeah. The job that I do does not necessarily define who I am as a human and being for some reason like that's always at the top of everybody's mind yes once you say you are this we assign a value to it absolutely yes yeah so if that's a person comes and tells you oh, oh yeah you know i'm 
a business person i own buildings and i don't know what 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 you just imagine that they're probably you know semi-educated not or they kind of you know they fell into money you kind of just go on (laughs) your mind takes you on this journey of yeah you know yes i i think i think the problem is it i think that the the maybe the criticism should be on the listener the mm-hmm. one who de- derives the judgment of the people they're listening to right mm-hmm. the why are we so focused on what a person does yeah when they show up maybe we start conversations without asking what do you do maybe we start conversations with tell me a bit about yourself so you leave it a, a bit of an open statement. Although I know most people will default to, Ooh, I'm a teacher. Exactly. It's almost I like a workforce. <laughs> but in just a different presentation. Yes. But tell me a bit about yourself. Maybe opens it up to, or, you know, choose. things I like, things mm-hmm. I don't like, spaces I go to. Or, you know, I enjoy hanging out. I enjoy, maybe it, it allows you room yeah. to do this. The but pressure then, is less. So my question to you is, Based off of your experience entirely, where sometimes you've over maybe exaggerated, right? Maybe just a little bit. Ooh, having time. <laughs> the things that you do as yeah. a manner of your showing up, right? Mm-hmm. You're showing up as this person. Showing right? up, showing off, it's a bunch of things in there. So um why do you feel or why did you feel the need to do that? Even in hindsight, why did you feel the need to be that or to present as that to people to I your think, audience i think because naturally i feel like i've always seen myself as more than what i am and i always instead of instead of working on who i am in the moment i'm always looking to who Forward. i could become and that's what i sell and that's not entirely a bad thing but it kind of clouds um not really cloud but it now puts pressure on you to get to that place Mm. and yet you can't really control the journey of stuff it's Mm. a process Mm -hmm. that you have to go through and you have to put in work Mm -hmm. so for you to kind of like put yourself on this pedestal and yet you haven't put in the work yet it just puts so much pressure on you and when i realized that was happening because i sometimes i would oversell myself and present myself as um, being able to deliver maybe a service or a product mm. that might be in testing or it's something I've thought about that I haven't really implemented. And then because I have made like a promise or a commitment, now I have to go and figure it out. Yet if I had given myself time to really figure it out, you wouldn't be in this predicament. It, yeah. I wouldn't make as many mistakes as I really did. So my question to you is this the reason did why you did, did you do this because your audience was someone or people who you thought were held a higher level of power over you and so it was important to keep their interest by um upselling or do you feel you, you just liked these people and you wanted them to like you back and you thought the only way for them to like you is for them to see you you know with with lights uh, camera action, action or do you feel that if you had said what you were at the time they would think less of you mm-hmm. and is it the strangers who you were meeting if they were strangers did their opinion of you matter so much for your validity yeah. that you needed to upsell 
the tough one. I think it's a combination of all the stuff that you've said, but it's also growing up, I was always told I'm more than what I am. You know, like mm, I was always mm, mm, mm. I was always pushed to be more than what I was in the moment. Mm. And then I think that also turned me into a people pleaser. Sadly, I came to the discovery that I am right. a people pleaser. Right. So it was a combination of all those things. So because of that pressure of feeling, okay, I'm supposed to be this, but I'm not yet there. Yeah. I was always like trying to sell that dream, trying to sell the possibility. Mm. And yet, like, you're not in that moment at that point. Right. So, and like, and obviously backfired because you, you, you can only be who you are in a moment. Yeah, that's true. Like, you can't really, you can't really um, present yourself, your future self to somebody, right? Because yeah. th- that doesn't exist. It's like a fantasy. So, I had a conversation once with someone in HR who had who told me that the reason men are more successful in getting jobs is because they are able to upsell, right? Mm-hmm. They come and they will spin a tale of who they are, right? And they are so believable. Yeah. Because I think society already assigns a certain level of credo to what oh God, right? So right. Yeah. Credence to what to what a guy will come and say. So they will come and they'll tell you how in their previous job they may have been a cleaner, but they'll come and tell you how they were the executive hygiene. Yes, <laughs> or it is. and because it puts it, they, they come with so much confidence. Yeah. Off of confidence alone, mm-hmm. right? And the story that they have sold, they will then have a better chance of getting the job. Now, this person may have been speaking for me their own experience right it could be a singular experience it could be a more uh widely spread experience but women normally especially with jobs we go and we try to undersell because we don't want to claim a thing an achievement we haven't actually owned but i have found especially in applying for all of these fellowships that i've been a part of it's been important for me to be comfortable in selling myself and not necessarily upselling but using language that makes a thing that I have done seems so much grander huh, than it actually was, yeah. right? And I think it's it's in, in the language use and the tweaking, the way we present ourselves is because the truth is the world is judging us either anyway. way, right? Yeah. So whether you choose to be humble or to come out, the, the trick is now to balance between embellishing and outright telling a lie. <laughs> There's a way the shades of grey begin yeah, to come through, absolutely. right? Yeah. But I feel that a lot of people come come forward and present themselves the way we do because we are trying to get the world to notice us. We're trying mm-hmm. to get people to like us, and that's what we are told to do. Yes. to be honest, yeah, that's what we are told to do. You're like, okay, fine, I'm scared, but act like a lion, act like you are. You're going to get this, so you kind of have that. You kind of have to take on a, a different persona. But the thing that really I learned out of that that was actually profound to me is that I always felt like I was the one that was doing this, only to discover that everybody, everybody else was it, doing yeah? the exact same thing. So when I started to actually tell the truth, that's when the magic actually happened. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Because it's almost like you get to a point where you actually all know that you are upselling yourselves 
it's kind of subconscious because when you've done it enough times you can't you can't even feel the vibe mm. someone will be telling you something and you just be like yeah that's <laughs> damn outright lie. like i'm not even going there mm-hmm. it, it's like something that because you can feel it when you're in that environment yeah and it, it never lasts long and it never ends well okay. so at some point you have to now because you, you go through this um stages where you are you know you go out you're hustling you're being yourself it's not working so you have to like get to this point so where you are, a little you know, faking it till you make it right on and then that also works like they For actually all work mm. but then you get to a point where people are like you know what now we want the real deal like what value are you actually bringing and then and not just even place, just what value what values what values you, exactly yes so and that also plays into being in the right spaces because you might be trying to do something but you're in the wrong environment mm. but once you find your tribe come on now once you find i your feel tribe, like we're getting into the salmon portion exactly. of <laughs> oh stop me now once you find your tribe yeah like the people that and it's not easy it takes a while yeah. it takes a while to find your tribe and it takes work yeah. to be comfortable and to recognize your tribe yeah. yeah and that's when you start being honest and you stop trying to embellish and over you know over show up or under show up mm-hmm. you just are you, you just are yeah you know and you're that's like the that's when the growth begins let's talk about social media for a moment let's because a lot of us are on social media and while we are there we are showing our best cells and that means filtered no what's and all right why do you think this is and it's getting it gets tougher and harder i mean by that i mean it gets better and better <laughs> we are almost at the at the filter level where we our faces are blurred do you know what i mean <laughs> I know. we're just so perfect right the waists are cinched the hips are flared yeah. you know the pores are blocked entirely <laughs> Tell me, what, what, what do you think that speaks to? Um, I, well, I think for me, my experience with social media has been a bit different. I don't know, maybe because social media came when I was older and maybe wiser. Mm. So I've never really felt the need to like portray this ultimate life. Mm. If anything, social media for me is acting a fool. It's almost like me playing into my childhood or my um my insecurities i'm not afraid to share my like bad pictures or dark thoughts I actually use social media to um get rid of that that uh like the negative side like a journal like for a some journal. people okay yeah and it, and it, there are so many things they're fabulous things there are things that are not so fabulous and i share all that like my social media pages and all about all the fabulous things that i'm doing it's like it's it's a combination of good bad crazy but you can appreciate that there are people for whom it's all perfect I know. I don't to know your way of thinking, honest, what do you feel? To, to is... be honest, I really don't understand. I think it's a, I don't. I think it's a generational thing, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, and I, honestly, I can't really speak much on that. But I feel like the way we had, we felt pressure for our generation is the way 
that generation after us expression the is different but the, the experience is the same yeah i feel i feel like they feel more pressure and then there's also so much going on so much exposure so much um experience there's so many experiences to be had as yeah. the years go by yeah for us i think the most exciting thing was to be out with your friends having your first drink um maybe traveling but now traveling is like if you don't travel like what who are you mm. like just go and die <laughs> like what you've lived in one city all your life mm-hmm. traveling is it's like normal now you know so the basic huh it's so basic mm. oh, oh i've been to this country like yeah rolls <laughs> eyes and it's like i can't even deal if yeah. anything don't even say it out yeah. Loud. Yeah. yeah like just do not yeah so the pressures are different and i feel for this generation to be do honest. you feel that all of these us showing up the way we do is rooted in our self esteem my sister tells me Oof. that everything in this world mm-hmm. stems from our self esteem mm-hmm. she says our good behavior our bad behavior assign it the way you will everything is rooted in self esteem yeah do you feel absolutely this dictates how we show up in the world whether absolutely. we are closer to truth embellished or outright lying <laughs> No, okay, what did you say when she asked you this question? What what for you? No, I, you know what? Every, I think she oh, because she always prefaces it with an example of a situation that has happened and she says, "You know what? I keep telling you everything is rooted in self-esteem. Yeah. The way people respond, the way we respond to things, the way you feel feel attacked by a person you're meeting for the first time, yet they might be having their own set of problems and you might you're having your 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 you're projecting from here i have a friend who keeps asking me if i'm projecting and sometimes i'm like no i'm not but um gaslighting yeah yes there's also the issue of the gaslighting mm-hmm. right so um there's there's all of those things happening and you know what i think we should talk about gaslighting at some point that's a whole topic it's a whole other right? thing you know what Let's make this happen some other time. But yes, okay. for now, right? <laughs> we digress. Yes. For now, uh, she says a lot of the things, our responses, and the way we present our things and the feelings that we have, a lot of them are rooted in self-esteem issues. Absolutely. So now you're right when you say you worry for the younger generation. Mm-hmm. I worry for all generations generally who have I access know, to social media, right? right? <laughs> I feel like social media is this whole mountain that nobody actually took the time to understand the impacts of mm. because there was no time I don't it was a new invention we have the capacity to, to understand the people behind impact. it are the geniuses and if if only we knew what their real intentions were but i think it's it's all it has shown the best and the worst of humanity i know and i think it's actually like um uh human what is it called like a test an experiment human, eh? an experiment mm. in humans and if you notice like for me the times i've been having the most amazing fun times like i'm like so happy and content i never have time to post on social media right but the times when i'm feeling low and i'm feeling like my life is worthless you feel that's when feel I'm going to share your meal and stuff huh? and i look for the best picture just mm. to motivate myself and that's like for me I'm, I'm i've said i have a different experience and different um appreciation for social media because sometimes it's your saving grace as much as some people might use it as a clutch 
for me it it's like it's a way for me to be like okay you know what show up because they're talking about how do you show up you know so am i going to show up crying and whining and saying oh my god my life is so miserable or do i know within myself that i can do better right so i'll post that picture and now i have that responsibility to live up to that picture that i've just posted for yourself that's how i feel about so it. you do this for you not for I, the exactly, audience i do it for me mm-hmm. it's like for for me and it's almost like the only way you can do that is when you are a bit older I feel mm. like the younger people will probably do it for different reasons. For they probably friends. want to put up a front yeah. or something, but they're not really dealing with the, the issue behind it. Now, for me, I'm dealing with it in that moment. Like, that's my Publicly. Way of, publicly. Okay. So, my like, question to you is this. Mm-hmm. What's the best way for us to show up? The best way for us to show up, and I will take this from one of my favorite... Um, sources that i get like inspiration and um like a slap in in the face almost like yeah like life is not supposed to be a bed of roses and that is from a website slash youtube channel called the school of life i love the school of life you know i i am always reading his books that i am Um, elaine de button yeah um talk. Yeah. yeah he's he's done this whole talk of the best way to show up is to present your biggest flaws mm. so instead of asking a question like what do you do or who are you he asks the best way to present yourself is how are you mad we've talked about this before. we have yes and now we did a whole episode please absolutely. audience and we need you to go and look for the episode on how are you how are you insane? Yes. And that is a more interesting conversation. Correct. Where you're talking about how flawed you are yeah. compared to how fabulous you are. Correct. Because yeah. we're all mad, really. Are we all? Yes. Mad. All right. As we come to the end of this, I, I really want to thank you for sharing your insight on this. It's been wonderful. I know. I know. It Please has. write to us and share your ideas. Um, we would love to hear from you and You'll find our email address on the website, but also it is thenailcutter.blog.gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on this conversation and how you do things differently. Yes.